0: Welcome to Bible 2 Go. Mark chapters 12 and 13 is today's Bible reading. Read and listen to the Bible daily where we read through the complete New Testament in 90 days. Today's Bible reading from the message. Visit the audio Bible 2 Go archive for all previous Bible readings. Thank you for being with us today. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, help me understand your word. The words I'm reading today help me to love others. As you have, and do. Love me. Amen. Let's begin today's Bible reading in Mark chapter 12. The story about a vineyard. Then Jesus started telling them stories. A man planted a vineyard. He fenced it, dug a wine press, erected a watchtower, turned it over to the farmhands, and went off on a trip. At the time for harvest, he sent a servant back to the farmhands to collect his profits. Three to five they grabbed him, beat him up, and sent him off empty-handed. So he sent another servant. That one they tarred and feathered. He sent another and that one they killed. And on and on, many others. Some they beat up, some they killed. 6 Finally there was only one left, a beloved son. In a last-ditch effort, he sent him, thinking, surely they will respect my son. 7-8 to eight, But those farmhands saw their chance. They rubbed their hands together in greed and said, This is the heir. Let's kill him and have it all for ourselves. They grabbed him, killed him, and threw him over the fence. 9-11 What do you think the owner of the vineyard will do? Right. He'll come and get rid of everyone. Then he'll assign the care of the vineyard to others. Read it for yourselves in scripture. That stone the masons threw out. Is now the cornerstone. This is God's work. We rub our eyes, we can hardly believe it. 12 They wanted to lynch him then and there but, intimidated by public opinion, held back they knew the story was about them. They got away from there as fast as they could. Paying taxes to Caesar 13-14 They sent some Pharisees and followers of Herod to bait him, hoping to catch him saying something incriminating. They came up and said, Teacher, we know you have integrity, that you are indifferent to public opinion, don't pander to your students, and teach the way of God accurately. Tell us, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? 15-16 He knew it was a trick question, and said, Why are you playing these games with me? Bring me a coin and let me look at it. They handed him one. This engraving, who does it look like? And whose name is on it? Caesar, they said. 17 Jesus said, Give Caesar what is his, and give God what is his. Their mouths hung open, speechless. Our intimacies will be with God. 1823 Some Sadducees, the party that denies any possibility of resurrection, came up and asked, Teacher, Moses wrote that if a man dies and leaves a wife but no child, his brother is obligated to marry the widow and have children. Well, there once were seven brothers. The first took a wife. He died childless. The second married her. He died, and still no child. The same with the third. All seven took their turn, but no child. Finally the wife died. When they are raised at the resurrection, whose wife is she? All seven were her husband. Twenty-four, twenty-seven. Jesus said, You're way off base, and here's why. One, you don't know what God said. Two, you don't know how God works. After the dead are raised up, we're past the marriage business. As it is with angels now, all our ecstasies and intimacies then will be with God. And regarding the dead, whether or not they are raised, don't you ever read the Bible? How God at the bush said to Moses, I am, not was, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. The living God is God of the living, not the dead. Your way, way off base. The Most Important Commandment. 28 One of the religion scholars came up. Hearing the lively exchanges of question and answer and seeing how sharp Jesus was in his answers, he put in his question, which is most important of all the commandments? 2931 Jesus said, The first in importance is, Listen, Israel, the Lord your God is one, so love the Lord God with all your passion and prayer and an intelligence and energy. And here is the second: love others as well as you love yourself. There is no other commandment that ranks with these. The religion scholar said, A wonderful answer, teacher. So clear-cut and accurate, that God is one and there is no other. And loving Him with all passion and intelligence and energy, and loving others as well as you love yourself. Why, that's better than all offerings and sacrifices put together. 34 When Jesus realized how insightful He was, He said, You're almost there, right on the border of God's kingdom. After that, no one else dared ask a question. 35-37 Thirty-five, thirty-seven. While he was teaching in the temple, Jesus asked, How is it that the religion scholars say that the Messiah is David's son, when we all know that David, inspired by the Holy Spirit, said. God said to my master. Sit here at my right hand. Until I put your enemies under your feet. David here designates the Messiah my master, so how can the Messiah also be his son? The large crowd was delighted with what they heard. Thirty-eight, forty. He continued teaching. Watch out for the religion scholars. They love to walk around in academic gowns, preening in the radiance of public flattery, basking in prominent positions, sitting at the head table at every church function. And all the time they are exploiting the weak and helpless. The longer their prayers, the worse they get. But they'll pay for it in the end. 4144, sitting across from the offering box, he was observing how the crowd tossed money in for the collection. Many of the rich were making large contributions. One poor widow came up and put in two small coins, a measly two cents. Jesus called His disciples over and said, The truth is that this poor widow gave more to the collection than all the others put together. All the others gave what they'll never miss, she gave extravagantly what she couldn't afford, she gave her all. Mark 13 Doomsday Deceivers 1 As He walked away from the temple, one of His disciples said, Teacher, look at that stonework. Those buildings. 2 Jesus said, You're impressed by this grandiose architecture? There's not a stone in the whole works that is not going to end up in a heap of rubble. 3-4 Later, as he was sitting on Mount Olives in full view of the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew got him off by himself and asked, tell us, when is this going to happen? What sign will we get that things are coming to a head? 5-8 Jesus began, watch out for doomsday deceivers. Many leaders are going to show up with forged identities claiming, I'm the one. They will deceive a lot of people. When you hear of wars and rumored wars, keep your head and don't panic. This is routine history, and no sign of the end. Nation will fight nation and ruler fight ruler, over and over. Earthquakes will occur in various places. There will be famines. But these things are nothing compared to what's coming. 9-10 to ten and watch out. They're going to drag you into court. And then it will go from bad to worse, dog eat dog, everyone at your throat because you carry my name. Your place there is sentinels to truth. The message has to be preached all across the world. 11 When they bring you, betrayed, and to court, don't worry about what you'll say. When the time comes, say what's on your heart, the Holy Spirit will make His witness in and through you. 12-13 It's going to be brother killing brother, father killing child, children killing parents. There's no telling who will hate you because of me. Stay with it, that's what is required. Stay with it to the end. You won't be sorry, you'll be saved. Run for the hills. 14 to 18 But be ready to run for it when you see the monster of desecration set up where it should never be. You who can read, make sure you understand what I'm talking about. If you're living in Judea at the time, run for the hills. If you're working in the yard, don't go back to the house to get anything. If you're out in the field, don't go back to get your coat. Pregnant and nursing mothers will have it especially hard. Hope and pray this won't happen in the middle of winter. 19 to 20 These are going to be hard days, nothing like it from the time God made the world right up to the present and there'll be nothing like it again. If he let the days of trouble run their course, nobody would make it. But because of God's chosen people, those he personally chose, he has already intervened. No one knows the day or hour. 21-23 If anyone tries to flag you down, calling out, here's the Messiah. Or points, there he is. Don't fall for it. Fake messiahs and lying preachers are going to pop up everywhere their impressive credentials and bewitching performances will pull the wool over the eyes of even those who ought to know better. So watch out. I've given you fair warning. 24-25 following those hard times. Sun will fade out. Moon cloud over. Stars fall out of the sky. Cosmic powers tremble. 26-27 and then they'll see the son of man enter in grand style, his arrival filling the sky, no one will miss it. He'll dispatch the angels, they will pull in the chosen from the four winds, from pole to pole. 28-31 Take a lesson from the fig tree. From the moment you notice its buds form, the merest hint of green, you know summer's just around the corner. And so it is with you. When you see all these things, you know he is at the door. Don't take this lightly. I'm not just saying this for some future generation, but for this one, too, these things will happen. Sky and earth will wear out, my words won't wear out. 32-37 But the exact day and hour. No one knows that, not even heaven's angels, not even the sun. Only the father. So keep a sharp lookout, for you don't know the timetable. It's like a man who takes a trip, leaving home and putting his servants in charge, each assigned a task, and commanding the gatekeeper to stand watch. So, stay at your post, watching. You have no idea when the homeowner is returning, whether evening, midnight, cockrow, or morning. You don't want him showing up unannounced, with you asleep on the job. I say it to you, and I'm saying it to all, stay at your post. Keep watch. Amen. Read through the New Testament in 90 days. Thank you for being here. Listening and reading the Bible daily with Bible2go. Sincerely, Michael and Michelle Shell. Join us. Again. Tomorrow. As we continue reading God's Word with audio Bible2go. Visit. Bible.2go. US See you again tomorrow